This is Charisma Connection, and you're listening to the Charisma Podcast Network. This is Steve Green. We have with us in the studio today, or joining us by phone in the studio, Daryl and Cindy DeVille. Welcome, folks. We're glad you're here. Well, thank you for having us, Steve. It's a pleasure to be with you. Yes, it is. Thank you, Cindy and, and Daryl. We're going to talk real specifically about your book. I love the subhead almost more than I do the title, How to Save and Change a Nation. The title of your book is God's Answer for America. Amen. And we really do believe it is a, a nation-changing message that holds the answer and has the keys to unlock we, what we believe is the greatest awakening ever seen and to dramatically change everything. And we really do believe that is the case. Well, we sure need it, don't we? Yes, we, we definitely do. You know, when we look at the state of our nation and we look at the state of our churches, the heart of God, I can imagine looking down at where we are at as a nation and how grieved he must be. And as we see so many uh, prodigals, we really are like a prodigal nation. And um, like a prodigal, we continue, it seems, to rage down this path of sin and self-destruction. And we see ourselves right now in the midst of really what is it, the greatest moral and spiritual crisis that we have ever witnessed. And through this book, we're really sounding an alarm and crying out. And we believe that is what the Spirit of God is doing, is crying out to His church and His people. And um, in this book, we believe He's showing us, um, giving us an answer to our situation and our crisis. Are you both pastoring now? We're right now in the pre-launch mode. We're not, we haven't launched the church yet. We're kind of in uh, pre-launch mode. We're looking to launch this fall. But we have, uh, we have begun to have services in our home right. and just on Saturday nights, and God has been building that by His yes. Spirit, and just uh, very powerful, precious, and then we're having nights of prayer, and uh, God is really blessing it. Yes. And you're in Frisco, Texas, is that right? We are. Yes. We are. That's a good area. Oh, it really is. You know, it, it's amazing because, you know, we have prayed about it. You know, you sometimes think, well, God, do you want us to go to a place where the poor and the hurting people are and the people that really have great needs? Because Frisco is a city that is, is blessed. But, you know, he just really spoke to us, and he said um, this is where he wanted us to plant this uh, uh, Worship and World Prayer Center. And it's like the church in Revelations that had everything and yet they were blind and poor um, in God's sight. And so we can't look at the outward things and determine their spiritual needs. And um, so we're very uh, excited and uh, definitely saturating everything in prayer as we prepare uh, to launch it here. Amen. So your ministry is titled Shekinah Today Ministries, is that correct? That's correct. Will that be your church name as well? Yes, it'll be Shekinah Today uh Family Worship and World Prayer Center is kind of the subtitle of it, but you kind of did a ministry's church. Just after this short break from our sponsor, we'll come back, and I want to talk to you. I want to jump into the middle of how God inspired this book in your hearts, and we'll begin to dive into the chapter titles. So if you'll come back right after this message from our sponsor, we're going to ask some hard questions about this book. It's hard because the answers are not easy for any of us. Thankfully, we've got a great book and great people to help us understand how to save and change a nation. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Operation Blessing International. Operation Blessing International is one of the largest charities in America. They provide strategic relief in 27 countries through core programs of hunger relief, medical aid, safe water, and vulnerable children care. One of their innovative agricultural programs uses raised beds, drip irrigation, 
and home-brewed organic fertilizer. It provides nutritious veggies for hungry villagers and also gives the families extra produce that they can sell at market. To learn more about this space-saving farming technique that's helping feed the poor, would you please go visit ob.org backslash farming. Here it is again, ob.org backslash farming. Thank you, Operation Blessing International, for sponsoring this program. Welcome back to Charisma Connection. We are with Daryl and Cindy DeVille, and we're speaking about their book, God's Answer for America. And let's just jump right in with this, the prodigal nation. I was fascinated by that chapter. Cindy or Daryl, either one, tell me what you're thinking about or what God laid in your heart as you began to write this book. Well, there's a lot was on our heart. We were just basically overwhelmed. God had brought us through a time personally, a time of, this is several years back, of uh, repentance and brokenness, and we had been like the one that was blind. It was a very slow fade in our life spiritually, and um, God began to open our eyes and do a great work in us, and as he did, he called us to our knees and into a time of prayer and fasting and a real brokenness and surrender. And um, at that time, he began to show us his heart regarding the nation and his church. And um, as we began to see that, the condition of the nation, the condition of the church, really what he, what he was seeing, and it was hard, it was difficult, because the condition is very sad. But when you begin to see things from God's viewpoint, things are very different. And um, it's so easy sometimes in the church to get caught up in the everyday things and the things that are happening in the churches across America. But when you take a real look at it, you see really it's uh, devastating what we're seeing. That basically it's like a war zone right now in our churches and in our nation. It seems there's casualties everywhere. We're seeing pastors who um, whose lives are broken. Uh, deceived, divorced, um, you you see so many uh, that we've seen through the past several years, scandals, which have been very detrimental to the church itself. So when you speak of prodigal, we know the word used in the Bible with a prodigal son is in a wasteful way. The word is actually wasteful. Is that correct? Is that how you view it? Yes. We did. We do. We see it just like the prodigal son. You know, when he was in his father's house, where he was born, he was there, he was blessed, everything was provided for, he was protected. But he chose to rebel and basically said, I want what I want, when I want it, I want it now. And so he took his inheritance, what was supposed to be a blessing to him, and he left home. And that's the way we see so many in our nation today, is we see so many exiting our churches and uh, abandoning their faith, abandoning God, and even as a nation. And so with that, you know, the prodigal son, we all know the story in the Bible of how he ended up in the pig pen. He had spent up everything, and he had nothing left. And this is where we see America heading if we continue in our moral this spiral downward. So I'm curious, did you all write this book together? Yes, we did. And uh, really, it, it, it was born also out of a time in 2007, the Lord uh, gave Cindy a, a powerful word called America, America, which is in the second chapter there. Mm-hmm. But we, what, most of the prophetic content came from her, and I just kind of kind of helped stitch it, put it all together. And it was a, it's been a, really a book about seven years in the making. Wow. And uh, we put it out on video in 2010, some of it. And then, but there's more to it that came a couple years after that. And we started writing in 2012. 
wanted to get it out in 2013 and 14 we're just praying for God's perfect timing and it looks like his timing is now and we believe it is his timing what really drove us to our knees was the America America prophecy which we share during a time of prayer for the nation the Lord um, actually gave this word to me one night it was quite amazing I'd gone to bed and um, I could not sleep and I just kept seeing the streets of America and um, my spirit I was just travailing in, in, in prayer really and uh, the Lord what led me out into the living room as I stepped out into the living room I looked out and it's as though I was standing it was like an open vision I guess I was standing in the middle of the nation and I was looking out and there were enemies everywhere we were it was surrounded by enemies and then uh, this word just began to bubble up in my heart and I began to write it down it just came very quickly and after getting this it really drove us to our knees to seek God in regards to our nation and that's really what the book came out of is because we know God is wants to redeem he he wants to restore and heal and but the word itself the America America prophecy although when you read it it seems hard it's a very sobering word and difficult word but we believe that as you read it you will begin to see the heart cry of a father where he says turn back to me I long to show you my goodness I long to show you my mercy but what else can there be and so we see this book is is a warning and an outcry to the nation and to the church and if I could insert too there what what's amazing about this uh, prophecy is that it came late 2007 and began unfolding in our news early 2008, and it continues today. It, it really provides insight, we believe, that the reasons for 9-11, Katrina, the recent historic droughts, fires, floods, record storms, the economic shaking, upheaval. It also reveals, we believe, what's happened, why it's happened, and provides a glimpse of what's yet to come if things don't change quickly. Um, and the great thing is, though, God is sending a, a, a compassionate warning because there is time to change. There, it's, he sends his warning out of his love. It's, everything he does is motivated out of his love. And the great thing is he doesn't just send the warnings, but he also provide, has provided, we believe, an answer to turn it all around. And that's where, as the body of Christ, we believe that we are called to be that answer. We're called to be the salt and the light. That's good. So you've got a great chapter here, one that I had to reread it because I was, I was impressed by it, the state of the American church. We all read things about how bad America is, and you've obviously seen that we've got a problem in the church. Do you want to talk about that? Yes, that's, that was probably one of our hardest chapters to write, actually, because we do want to come across as bashing. I mean, we love God's people. Sure. Um, but, so we tried to really weave in there, kind of like Jesus did when he spoke through the book of Revelation in the first couple chapters there. He spoke what was good, and he spoke what needed to be, what needed to be addressed. And we believe we tried to do that. And, uh, but we have, God has had us for one reason or another, go to many multiple churches that we have visited and seen. And we've grown up in the church, I have anyway, and Cindy has for the last 30 years almost. And we've seen a lot. We've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. And this is what this has come out of. And also what this comes out of is what the Lord's been showing us, too. We see it in our nation and our churches. And really, if you, when we look at the reality of the American church, it has been greatly hindered and ineffective because of great compromise. God's Word has been compromised. And so everything else has been compromised. It's a great chapter. It's, it's a hard chapter at, at first to go through, but it is, we believe, um, it covers the bases pretty well. It is a very hard chapter. I'm a pastor. I've pastored for 10 years. I had a lot of trouble with it. You know, you cannot read that and have a pastoral care 
for the church and not come out of it, not mad at you guys, just mad at, at what's happening and how we've drifted. You know, yes. that, that's so true. And I think um, one thing that we've tried to, in, in bringing this out, you know, we're, we're not victims. We need to see ourselves as the American church, as victors in Christ. And he has given us everything that we need as the church that pertains to life and to godliness and to walk victoriously before him. But, you know, when we look at... Uh, the truth is that Satan really does know his time is short. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the, the real heart of this, the state of the American church, when you look at this. And I'm just going to uh, read this out of the uh, part of the book here because it is very powerful. Okay. He um, says he knows, Satan knows his time is short, and he knows that he must stop the church if he is to advance. So with the violence and a vengeance, he has unleashed diabolical forces to seduce, deceive, oppress, intimidate, silence, and lull the church to sleep. And here, here is the real truth. Satan absolutely fears the church of Jesus Christ that is fully devoted to him, awake and alive, pure, holy, and uncompromised. He knows nothing can stop or prevail against her. And if he can succeed at deceiving, oppressing, silencing, and stopping the church in America, he will succeed in destroying the nation. Mm. and multitudes of souls will be lost eternally. And I believe that is why the battle has been so fierce and victory so critical for the Church. And as we see pastors just almost dropping like flies across the nation, we believe that that we are in a time where the battle is is fierce. And um, a lot of pastors and churches are not ready, not equipped for the days that we are in and what's coming and and for what is ahead and that's what we believe that um everything is has to change everything is going to need to change i mean we don't change god's word we uh live and walk by his word and the truth but we need to go back and be sure that we are doing things god's way and you know if i could insert this too that we talk about this actually later on in the book why we see the state of the church of the nation is is dire and the nation is experiencing, we believe, the progressive, what we call the progressive judgments of God. He sends progressive judgments and warnings as like, hey, kind of little wake-up calls, and they keep getting worse and more intense and more intense. But one thing that we talk about later in the book is that Peter declared that judgment must begin in the house of God. And that this is not a condemning judgment, but rather a purifying and purging that will come to bring change we must have in order to rise up and believe that be what we believe is the glorious church Jesus is coming back for. In Ephesians 5 talks about that. Mm-hmm. And that it's time for a holy visitation. We believe that he is coming to help cleanse and purify his church. And actually, out of that is going to come a separation that will separate the real from what's not real. And, this, and the glorious church is going to rise from that and shine bright. Isaiah 60, basically, in action. You know what is amazing is when we look in God's Word, Jesus, and, and we see through the Gospels and through the New Testament and Old Testament, that we see the warnings that uh, one of those being that in the last days that even the very elect could be deceived if the times were not shortened. We need, as the church, realize and understand that, and that should draw us closer to the Word, which is truth, and closer to Christ, to draw in deeper and closer at this time is is more critical than ever, um, because we are seeing great deception even in our churches. I mean, there are things that we have personally witnessed and seen that we, where it just causes your mouth to drop. You're like, no, they are not doing that. No, that is not happening. 
but we're a great uh, compromise, and it, it is sad, but there are things that these things must change, and the answer really begins with the church. We're visiting with uh, Daryl and Cindy DeVille about the book God's Answer for America, and just after this commercial break, I want to come back and talk with these authors about the answers. We've defined the problem here in the last 10 or 15 minutes. I want to get back into the solution. They've written it. They've got some ideas. And I want to hear them speak about that just after this word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Terry Law Ministries and World Compassion. Terry and his team trains and disciples new believers and a generation of new church leaders in non-Christian countries. They provide church planning and evangelism to reach and teach even those unreached nations. They distribute Bibles and other Christian literature, including the Story of Jesus booklet. Their ministries provide humanitarian support. It opens doors for ministry and spreads the gospel of Jesus Christ. The ministry works with local indigenous church to empower leaders to make change in local communities. And now to get your free copy of the Spiritual Weapons book, go to worldcompassion.tv backslash shop. Here it is again worldcompassion.tv backslash shop. Enter coupon code CHR06. Would you do that and support this great sponsor of this program? Welcome back to the Charisma Connection. This is Steve Green, and we're visiting with Daryl and Cindy DeVille about their new book, a just-released book. It's been in the, the works for a lot of years. The title of the book is God's Answer for America. So authors, Tell me about the solution. You've, you've defined the problem very clearly, and I agree with you, and I think most of America agrees with you. Now help us with a solution. Where do we go from here? Well, the great thing is that God does have a solution. He, he always has a plan and a solution to the situation. And uh, you know, I'm reminded of Second Chronicles 7.14, which is very popular and quoted, and everybody quotes it, uh, my people will humble themselves, Pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, and he'll, he'll hear from heaven, forgive our sin, and heal our land. I think one of those words up front there is overlooked often, if my people will seek my face. And I believe that's what we have done, uh, and we've really sought him and through fasting and prayer. And, and through a lot of our prayer time, we believe he's revealed to us what the answer is. And it's very biblical, and it's, it's also actually very simple. Um, and some people may think that's it, but I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is, there is no other way. It's amazing because when you see what it starts, it starts with the pulpits of America. And they're the ones that have the keys, we believe. that. And there's three keys, we believe. When they're turned, it will release the Spirit of God to flow from the pulpits to the pews, then the multitudes, and bring to America to her knees in the greatest awakening ever seen. And um, go ahead, then. You know, the... the um the big thing here is so many people are looking at the state of the nation, looking at the state of the church, and wondering, what, you know, what what is the problem? What do we need to do to change? And, um, you know, when there is a problem, you first have to identify what is the real problem here? What is the root of the problem? And that's where um, we share that, that first of all, we need to see what those are and then make the changes that need to be made. And that is really the heart and the soul of the nation. And beginning with the church, who is called to be the leaders, those in our pulpits. And so, like Daryl was saying, 
there are three keys that the Lord gave us, which, again, are very simplistic, but very powerful and very necessary. And, you know, when when we look at David and Joshua in the Bible, whenever David especially, well, both Josh and David, they um, had a battle that they were facing. They would inquire of the Lord. And when they did and when they carried out God's instructions, doing what he asked them to do, they always obtained a victory. And that's where um, the church needs to be today. We have to inquire, just like the scripture says, humble yourself, seek the Lord. Inquire. We need to inquire of him and get that answer, and that's what this, this is. So those three keys are really the answer and implementing them in the way that they need to be implemented. So we have a lot of pastors and leaders out there who listen to our program Tell us a little bit more then about the pulpit level. What what are you calling for for pastors to engage? What What's our next step? That's a great question. And uh, what I want to do is actually quote from the book, if I can. God is calling the pastors to their knees. He's calling the fivefold ministry to their knees, to the knees, to the knees, in repentance, in unity, in humility. Then we will see the glory of God come upon the church. Then we will see the glory of God come upon the nation. God is waiting upon the leaders in his house. He's waiting upon the fivefold ministry. We will see such a great awakening across this land. We will see the power of God and his mighty hand. But it must begin with a fivefold ministry. And God is calling them to their knees in repentance, in prayer, in humility, in unity. Then it will flow from the pulpits to the pew. Then it will flow like a massive river to the multitudes. It will sweep across this land greater than we have ever seen. There is no other way, says the Spirit of God, for I'm showing my church, I'm showing my leaders how to bring a nation to me, how to bring a nation to me, how to bring America to her knees in repentance, in prayer, in humility. And the Spirit of God would say, will you cooperate with me? Will you do it my way, says the Lord, or will you insist on your own ways, your ways which have brought forth nothing, your ways which have brought forth no fruit? And overall, when we see the condition of our nation, it grows worse and worse. And he finishes off with saying, embrace, says the Spirit of God, my ways. Embrace. Open your ears and hear. Hear what I'm saying to you and do what I'm asking of you. Then you will see me move, says the Spirit of the Most High. And we believe, just to, as a statement to wrap this up, that God is showing us how to begin to turn America back to him. It doesn't start in Washington, D.C. It starts in the pulpits of America. You know, the, um, Steve, the, the battles that we have faced as a nation, we see in the political realm, we see the legislation, we see all of these things. But the, the only way, we, we have to fight right if we're going to win these battles. And what we're dealing with are spiritual forces. This is not, we believe that the church has experienced defeat, many defeats, and um, basically have been put, it seems, appears that we have been pushed back rather than pushing ahead. And so this is a battle that we are facing that we cannot fight in the flesh because we're dealing with spiritual forces. It's the souls of the nation, and that is where these keys are so critical. You know, we have to build God's house God's way. His Word says that, you know, I will build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the, the church and the house that God builds, the, the gates of hell should, cannot prevail against it. But when we build based on the arm of the flesh, our own carnal natural reasoning, the latest and greatest marketing 
thing. Not that marketing is a bad thing. It can be a powerful tool. Marketing is a good thing. It, it is a very good thing. You know, I, I just think of the scripture in the New Testament. Jesus said, it was Jesus said, go into the highways, the byways, compel right. them to come in. So I see that as advertising and marketing. Actually, we used to do that uh, for years We're in that in our when we had our own company. But it was a... Um, so that is a good thing, but it all has to be surrendered. If if we have pastors that are not praying, and God's house where there's no prayer going on, which that is is one of the keys, is uh, the power of prayer. Um, then we don't have the power behind us to really face the battles that we that that we are facing. And, you know, Jesus was very passionate about the Father's house. And we, we all know the story of when he, the account of when he went into the, the temple with the whip and uh, cried out, my father's house shall be a house of prayer. Um, and that is what all of our churches should be. Prayer should be a major thing that goes on in our churches. And yet we've, we see a huge deficit there, a, a real lack of prayer. And it hasn't always been that way, has it? Back in the day, I mean, when we were young, remember prayer meetings? We actually really did go to pray. It wasn't to be entertained yes. by the worship team. We actually would sit around in a circle or in the large room and pray. Yes, everything. I, we remember that, too, back in the 80s, I believe it was, when, I mean, everything the church that we were in did, it was just soaked in prayer. And uh, the the fruit of it, the souls being saved, the lives being changed, versus today. And, and like Daryl said, we... we um, had visited several different churches all over because God just put that on our heart. I want you to see what's happening, you know, what's going on in my house. I want you to pray for them. And uh, many things that we've seen uh, are very, very troubling and heartbreaking, really, more than anything, because we're seeing so many of God's people falling prey and um, so to the enemy. And so as we implement the three keys um, in God's divine order, we believe that everything can change. How do we find this book? You've got a lot of people excited about what you're having to say, and they want to read your book. Where do we find it? Pretty much wherever books are sold, but you can also go to godsanswerforamerica.org. Our goal is to get this book into the hands and hearts of every Christian and pastor and a leader in America. And we really believe this is a nation-changing message to do that. And so we're offering specials. If you order two or more, there's a special offer there. And uh, for churches, you want to, there's a, actually a friend of ours uh, who just ordered uh, one for his whole mailing list. He, he ordered a bunch. Wow. We gave him a really special rate, as low as we could go, just really to give him a special rate to get this message out. And we're not here to, you know, this book is not, it's not about selling books for us. It's about getting a nation-changing message out. And that's the most important thing. In fact, one of the first things we did when we got our books from the publisher is we sent a whole bunch of them, about almost 100 to different leaders, churches, and pastors around the nation, because we believe this is important to get out. You know, the, the greatest thing here is one thing that we do when we uh, talk about the pulpit level and address the pastors, we, there is an eight step. It's called preparing for a new day, and it walks them through... Um, a time of, of just repentance and internal investigation, laying down their ministry, surrendering all, and just really seeking the heart of God. And because God, it is God's desire, we believe, and our prayer has been through these last several years, is we're really praying for a great awakening across the nation. Mm-hmm. We believe uh, the heart of God is not, 
uh, for calamity, chaos, and great loss, and all of these things. God's heart is, uh, he delights in mercy, Amen. and he, um, he wants to bring the nation to its knees in a great awakening, and we are the body of Christ, the church. We are the, his, his body in the earth, and he will work through us, and that is why we need to do what he is calling us to do right now. This is a, a very urgent and critical time. If we keep doing what we've always done, we're going to get the same results. Mm-hmm. Everything needs to change, and it has to begin with the leaders because they are called to rise up and lead and show the way. That's why it has to begin in the pulpits. It can't begin. It has to begin with our leaders because they're the ones that will lead the rest of the people into victory. And so um, we we pray that as people are listening to this and pastors and leaders that you will get a copy of this book because we truly believe it is a life-changing, nation-changing, church-changing book. And if I could insert right quick, uh, you know, like we talked about already, the first half of the book can be pretty hard going through, but it also shows how serious and how bad things really can get if things continue as they are. But the great thing is the second half of the book shows the answer, the solution, but it also includes a plan, we believe, of how to actually have, okay, this is what God's saying. These, and we highlight three keys, we believe, that emphasize exactly how to turn the keys, how to do these things. And then we lay out a plan, we believe, that shows how can we, in a practical way, implement God's answer into pulpits and the pews and churches across America. And I just want to finish with this. You know, God is counting on his leaders and his people to embrace his answer found in this book and, and to really rise up and lead the way into it. We believe what's going to be a new day for our churches and at the same time change our nation. And so, because one, one, one way or another, things are about to change. You know, it, it is really is heartbreaking to look across the landscape of our land and we see um, so many broken families mm-hmm. and uh, broken heart. And we share this in the book: broken hearts, broken dreams, broken homes. It's it really is like a war zone. And the spirit of God wants to move in this nation. Yes. And He wants to bring healing and restoration. But it it it's going to happen when we, His people, start doing what He's asking us to do. And we take this real. We need to take this seriously. There's souls right now that are racing towards an eternal hell, and um, we have the answer. We can help them, but we need to do it God's way. We know we're in a time where where there are many in the church that any uh, any type of a word or form of a warning or judgment they reject. That oh, that's not God. That's not good. That's not God. God doesn't do that. But as we share in the book, we share how God. Uh, deals with nations, and we share like like a, a loving father. First of all, you give your verbal word. Your in in God's word, we have His written word, which tells us and shows us. You know, this is this is what I'm asking you to do. This is how I've called you to live. But when we um, when we don't listen to that, just like a father, if we don't listen to our father, our, then um, he basically he will send a warning. He'll say, son, I need you to do this, or you're going to get a spanking, or I'm going to ground you. So there will be that verbal warning. But then if the child continues to proceed in a, a, a direction that you know is going to bring destruction to them, their future could ruin them for you know the rest of their life, you uh, do whatever is necessary, and sometimes that requires some pain. You say, okay, you're going to be grounded to your room. Okay, I'm going to take your allowance away. 
okay, you're not. And so we see that even the economy being affected. It's some of these things. God is trying to get the nation's attention. And because of his love, it is not out of a, oh, you're sinning, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to hurt you. Always motivated out of love. It is uh, the heart cry of God trying to get our nation's attention, saying, turn back to me. And I want to bless you. I want to. It's like a covering that we have. You know, it's like the prodigal son in the father's house. He was safe. He was protected. He was provided for. But when he got outside of the gates, outside of the protection, outside of the blessing of his father, um, that's when everything began to fall apart. And that's where we are as a nation. Everything's falling apart. And we need to get back to the father's house. We need to get back to God. This is the Charisma Connection. You've been listening to Daryl and Cindy DeVille. They are the founders of Shekinah Today Ministries and Pray, America Pray. We've been talking about their book, God's Answer for America. Please find it online or at your local bookstore and buy three or four and please give them to your pastor. Thank you for listening to Charisma Connection. This is Steve Green. We'll see you on the next episode. Today's podcast is brought to you by L.A. Marzulli. You can visit their website at www.lam, as in Mary, A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. L.A. Marzulli. And thank you for sponsoring this podcast. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.